0: Like oh, people. people
1: generally by you. what, what you're thinking?
2: Can you get the buy-in?
3: You're listening to Forest FM, the Salon Business Show with your host Zoe Willow Springer.
2: For your industry, buy your industry. There's something about the energy on a salon floor that's like nothing else in the world. In fact, that's what drew our founder and CEO Ronan Percival to work in this industry in the first place. The hair and beauty industry creates magic every day. And although we'd never wish for it again, the COVID-19 pandemic has made more people understand everything that salon staff do. It is more than hair or nails or lashes. The magic is in the moment when you spin your client around the chair or when you hold up the mirror and reveal their transformation. The magic's in the smile that comes over their face in that instant, in the refreshed, confident body language they have. The magic's also in the sense of community and the connection that's created in a local salon. A salon is a place where people can come and feel cared for and listened to. But the pandemic has been an ever-evolving obstacle course for salon owners. Over the last years, you've shown incredible adaptability. You've dealt with numerous lockdown closures. You've accommodated social distancing and health measures. You've trained staff accordingly. And at Forest, we've had a front row seat to your show of resilience. You found ways to keep business going, uh, advanced career development. You stayed in contact with your clients when we couldn't all be together. And working alongside you every day, we see the passion and the care that you put into looking after your clients. If you're based in Ireland and you follow us on social media or read our blog, then you'll have heard of the Salon Appreciation Week that we hosted from November 1st to the 7th. We were sharing stories from clients and staff that encapsulate what makes this industry so special. We decided it was time to shine light on the profound impact that hair and beauty professionals can have on people's lives with a week of celebration and storytelling. And while we will continue to celebrate the hair and beauty industry every day, we wanted an occasion for more people to be able to join in and see some of the magic that we get to see.
0: I've been going to Christian for the last at least 11 years at this stage. It's quite extraordinary the way a hairdresser becomes a really important part of your life. Just shortly before the pandemic kicked off, my mum, who also would, over the years, have been a client of Christian's, had, uh, be- she was elderly, but she'd become ill and ended up in hospital, and sadly she died. As on all other occasions, Christian be the one that would kind of put me back in good shape and you know, make sure that I went out and faced the world looking as good as I could in, in very difficult circumstances.
4: Yeah, I mean, like growing up, it was obviously great to have a mum that's a stylist. Um, but I've also, you know, I've gotten to know loads of other women in the salon, like from going there over the years. So I get my nails done, my I done, I get everything done in Oslo. It's like my one-stop shop for pretty much everything. I had one client who asked her husband to cut her hair. So she would normally have
1: long hair. One side was here and one side was here. And I was like, but how did he get it so wrong? Like, it's very wrong. And she said, I I stopped him halfway because I asked him to just cut off the ends. That's all end. <laughs> like he would just be like, oh, okay then, thumb.'" <laughs> which is what her husband did. Did I miss it? Oh my goodness, yes. Did I I
0: really, really missed it. Um, I missed the tranquility of the salon. I love just having that hour. Do you know, just peace and tranquility because my job is a very, very busy one. I know I've said tranquil several times when I was talking about Moyo, but it really is a tranquil place to be. And I kept in touch with Kevin all the way through the pandemic, just say hi. (laughs) Any chance you could open anytime soon?
3: I was really surprised that the amount of clients that did send me text, so that was really, really nice. Um it was nice to kind of keep the contact going. Sometimes there's the uh, I suppose the disassociation from your life um, for for both parties where the the secrets are told.
0: what that made me realize was that Brown Sugar was much more than a place that I went to to be glammed up for special occasions or when I had a big event on. It was part of the family and the community.
2: What you've just heard are snippets from the stories of Bernadette and Tara and Christian and Julie. Now, according to new research by Forrest, 23% of the Irish public turns to their hairdresser, barber, or beauty therapist when they need someone outside of friends and family to confide in about their life experiences. This actually ranks above the number of Irish people who would talk to a spiritual leader or even a therapist. The survey question was, outside of your friends and family, with whom do you share details of your life, both good and bad? And the results came in as such. 44.4% said colleagues. 23.3% said hairdressers, barbers, beauty therapists. 15.41% said a spiritual leader. 11.97% said a therapist or a counselor. 6.68% said a local shopkeeper. And 16.1% said other. What I'm going to play next is Bernadette and Tara's story. As her daughter, Tara is understandably one of the most loyal clients of Bernadette's, and one of her favourites, too. Bernadette is a senior colorist and stylist, as well as the manager of the hair department for Oslo Beauty in Dublin. And although Tara was lucky to have her mum's help with her hair at home over lockdown, she says that there is always something really special about spending time with Bernadette in the place that she loves the most, which is the salon. For Tara, it's more than the result that she comes out with at the end. It's the chance to get out of the house for some me time. It's about the coffee and the chats. It's how Oslo had become a one-stop shop for all of Tara's hair and beauty needs. So when the salon closed over lockdown, both mother and daughter felt a deep sense of loss. When Oslo was finally able to reopen, Bernadette noticed that many clients were really in need of a safe place to talk about their emotions and their difficult experiences over, you know, lockdown and all that. The salon became that place where they could finally take off their brave face and feel listened to. People missed the salon. People missed their stylist.
1: Hi, my name is Bee, and I'm a senior stylist and colourist at Oslo Beauty in Mespel Road in Ranala and I head the hair department. I found it quite difficult, I have to admit. Um, being in a salon environment, is—it's not we're, not. we're not just doing hair, it's energy. You're, you're around an energy all the time. It can be a bad energy, it can be a good energy, but it's different every day. And you, you miss that when you're out of the salon, it's completely different. Uh, you you kind of worry about your clients because you have clients at all different stages of their lives. There's stuff that we know is going on that they mightn't have shared with other people. Um, and you, you find yourself through the lockdown worrying, suddenly someone comes into your head and you're like, oh God, I hope, I wonder what happened there. Can I reach out? Is it appropriate for me to contact them? Uh, that was actually quite difficult. Uh, knowing what the boundaries were, would they want, even though they share so much with us, would they want us to contact during a pandemic and actually reach out, Uh, which I did anyway, because that's how I roll. So, (laughs) um, and it was lovely. That, That actually helped me tremendously. So I actually kept in contact with quite a large amount of my clients throughout. I was able to advise them about hair, colour, how to maintain their hair, but for me it was just having a conversation and how's life and how's things and how you doing. There was always that catchphrase that hairdressers are like psychiatrists you know you can tell them anything but it was kind of a glib cliche and I think people underestimated how much they looked forward to going to the salon and talking to their stylist. I think the pandemic when we were gone Then the penny dropped that we're not just doing hair in the salon, we're we're absorbing their lives in the salon and we're sharing with them. And they know everything about us as well, you know, so you kind of, you share with them so that they feel comfortable to share back with you. I had uh, a lot of elderly clients and it was very, very regular. So, you know, I have a beautiful client, Jean, every Friday, half 11. Her husband drops her to the salon. He goes and has a, have a coffee. So I rang her every Friday at half 11 because we had a chat every Friday at half 11. And I knew somebody elderly that that was important to them. That was their routine. I think it definitely changed people's perception
4: of salons and what we do there. I'm Tara. Um, I work in marketing. Um, and yeah, I've been a client of Oslo's now for about four years. So I'm fortunate that my mum is a stylist, so I didn't have any hair disasters, but um, I did try to do my own nails and brows. And yeah, it didn't, it didn't turn out as good as it would from a salon. Let's just put it that way. So yeah, um, I, I was dying to get back into my, my brow tech <laughs> the second lockdown ended. So I think it's more the day out or the occasion that surrounds the trip to the salon just as much as actually going in to get the service done, you know, the, the chitter-chatter and the coffee, and it's kind of a bigger experience than just what you come out with at the end, I think. So I think that's probably what I miss the most. Even though it's taking a huge chunk out of your day, it's always it's always great, yeah. For me, anyway, I, I really missed that, Um, you know, that me time getting out of the house and getting out of work for an appointment. So. And um, I think for me, it's even more important than it was pre-pandemic because uh, you, everyone's working later hours and a bit more stressed. So it, for me, it's, yeah, it's even more important now. When Irish salons were finally able to open their
2: doors in May, there was an outpour of support and enthusiasm from clients. With that in mind, our second survey question to the Irish public was, aside from healthcare workers, are there any other groups you feel had gone underappreciated until the pandemic shone a light on their place in society or in your life? Here's the breakdown of the results. 40.29% said essential and non-essential retail staff. 28.37% said teachers. 25.81% said hairdressers, barbers, beauty therapists. 24.44% said the police, 15.41% said hospitality staff, 11.97% said politicians and government health advisors, and 6.55% said other. The second story you'll hear about is the one of Christian and Julie's. Christian is a stylist and the manager of Brown Sugar in Dublin. Julie has been his client for over 11 years and was one of the first through the door when Brown Sugar first opened. Before the pandemic, Julie's job required her to look the part, as Christian puts it, so she was in the salon quite a bit, once a week, if not twice, maybe three times a week. And initially, according to Christian, it was that slot of time that you have to fill which prompted him and Julie to get to know each other.
0: My name is Julie O'Neill. I am a company director of a number of companies. I chair the convention centre in Dublin. I'm a director of Ryanair and of a number of different AXA companies. I've been going to Christian for the last at least 11 years at this stage. It's quite extraordinary the way a hairdresser becomes a really important part of your life. It's hard to describe the relationship, it's not quite the same as a friendship, it's not the same as a colleague, but it's a really deep, close, personal relationship that develops over a long period of time. Brown Sugar was much more than a place that I went to to be glammed up for special occasions or when I had a big event on. It was part of the family and the community. Uh, not just Christian, but the others on the team. I would know the little life stories. I'd know um, girls where they were going on holidays, you know, once they were in a new relationship. I knew who was pregnant when babies were arriving. So you missed all that connection, basically, that deep connection. And frankly, you miss human touch. Christian I still haven't had a hug since all that happened. And, uh, you know, that would have been part of our automatic ritual before COVID. You feel special when you go into brown sugar, all the time. And there's that sense that you're treated as part of a family. Uh, you know, there, there is, a, they, they talk about sugar culture, but there is a culture. There's a real sense of being part of a family there. And I've I've thought of it for a long time as almost my, my second family. Community used to be your village or your neighbourhood. But for those of us like me who work as professionals, community can as often be the people you work with are the people in your favourite hairdressing salon and that's what I missed most during the pandemic, in a funny sense. That 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 regular touch point, that little ability to wander in and say, how was your week? Sound off. You know, Christian might have some story from his own life, maybe some travel he'd done, maybe something going on with, you know, with, with his own family. And, you know, I'd have stories from my own life. Or some days you might not even talk at all. Some days you might just sit there and chill out and that'll be okay too. There's no pressure. My My daughter's best friend uh, had, uh, who was only in her 30s, had developed cancer and and Claire at this stage was in Australia and said to me, you know, she's worried about the whole process of losing her hair and all the rest of it, she doesn't know what to do. And I said, I'll introduce her to Christian. And I did. Now she was a wonderful, is wonderful, and made a full recovery, fortunately. Christian just managed her through until she was at the point where he said, now's the time to cut your hair. Now's the time to cut it all off. And I think there wasn't a dry eye in the salon, neither mine, she held it together, but neither mine nor Christian or anybody else. And that wasn't done as a professional gig, that was done to wrap yourself around somebody who was a fabulous person and just, you know, help her through what was one of the most difficult days. Um, and, you know, you see, I told you, that's the one I get emotional about actually more than, more than more than my own story, which was straightforward, but it was just brilliant, and she will never forget that. Um, and I would say, uh, at the end of the day, told more people about Brown Sugar on the strength of that as well, you know.
3: My name is Christian, and I manage Brown Sugar on St. William Street. Do you know what really surprised me was was like Ju, Julie, I know, said in her interview that you know we were in contact, um, like we'd send each other texts and stuff like that. I was really surprised at the amount of clients that did send me texts just asking how you we were doing, and you know, and, and, and different clients who, again, would have been really regular clients and we would have spoken all the time, like sending me on lists of stuff to watch on Netflix. So, so that was one of the really nice things that kind of came out of the pandemic just, just keep keeping in contact. It's interesting the relationship you do build up with a client and that forty minutes that you spend with a client on a regular basis, it becomes very special because sometimes it's 40 minutes where the conversation gets to a point where you would tell them that things that you wouldn't have told friends, and vice versa. Like it's 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 the age-old thing where you know a hairdresser's told everything. And it's I think it's because of that slot of time that you have to fill. Um, so you fill it with conversations. And sometimes there's the, uh, I suppose the disassociation from your life um, for, for both parties where the, the secrets are told. Um, but I think in it, it, it overall it, it does bring the bond between a hairdresser and a client together. Um, and I think that's that's the, the special thing about being a hairdresser and, and the special relationship that they have between uh, a hairdresser and their clients.
2: For more stories about community, why not revisit some of our past episodes on Forest FM, including episode 179 with Alison Alhamed on the life-changing power of community. In that episode, we take a look into the meeting of community and discuss how brand-engineered ones can positively impact businesses, careers, and lives altogether. Then we also had episode 175 that you could revisit with James Davis on leading through change and becoming a community linchpin. So this was an episode with force CEO Ronan Percival and entrepreneur James Davis, and they were discussing James's recent projects, what changes both lockdown and reopening had brought to his salon, and how leading positively through change positioned him and his local businesses as community linchpins. And finally, for another Feel Good episode, you can revisit our conversation with Dr. Sean Williams on hairdressing and its cultural history from the 18th century onwards. While we rarely stop to think about where traditions and professions come from, history can help us discover how some human experiences aren't always so foreign to those lived centuries ago. In that conversation with Dr. Sean Williams, we connected the past and its legacy to the present, celebrated hairdressing and its cultural history. For all things Forest FM, don't forget that you can always head over to Forest.com forward slash FM. And as always, if you'd like to share your thoughts on this episode or the show in general, we're all ears. You can email us at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed this episode, why not pay it forward and share it with a friend or a colleague and tag us in the post. Your continued support is warmly appreciated and truly what makes this show possible. On that note, we'll catch you all next Monday. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting edge post production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Get your clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.